it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by the Living Room Hair Lounge, where beauty and comfort is our top priority. Hey, welcome back. I have an awesome show in store for you today. I had a great time interviewing Shalonda A., the beauty expert. She's a makeup artist and she specializes in clean, simplistic, elegant beauty. She's been a makeup artist for over 17 years now. She's accomplished many things in her career. She's worked on the Mercedes-Benz New York Fashion Week doing makeup. She's also done makeup for the Preachers of Detroit reality show on the Oxygen Network. She's worked with celebrities such as Kamora Lee Simmons, Ryan Destiny of the show Star. She's worked with the gospel singer Dorinda Clark Cole and the reality star Kenya Moore. I had a great time talking to Shalanda about her makeup career and just learning more about her was so awesome. And I love her motto. Her motto is eat, sleep, breathe beauty. And I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today we have the beautiful Shalanda A, the beauty expert. Welcome, Shalanda. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Very excited. I'm excited too. So, Shalanda, tell us something about yourself that most people wouldn't know. Mm. I guess something that a lot of people kind of look at me sideways and don't know I have to explain is I don't like to wear makeup. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We starting off like this, Shalanda. Uh, yeah, I, I am Excuse a makeup me? artist. I love everything about beauty. <laughs> However, I do not like to do my own makeup. Doing makeup and trying to promote that I'm an artist, it is difficult. You know, saying, well, no, I don't like makeup. Then they're like, well, why you don't like makeup? So maybe I shouldn't be wearing it. It's just, I don't like the way it looks on me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when I do my makeup. I like doing everyone else's makeup. I think it looks gorgeous on everyone else. Don't like doing it on myself. I don't even fill in my brows. And wow. I'll fill in my brows. I'm like, okay, that's too harsh. That's too harsh. Okay, we got to take it off. We got to take it off. Seriously. Really? I'll do mascara and a lip. That's the most I'll do. I like to touch my face all day. You know, I'm just all in my face all day. So... I think it would interrupt the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> trying to touch my you, face. Yeah. But there was a time I couldn't leave a house. I couldn't leave a house without having something on. When I was in my early 20s, without having something on. But now it is as if, if I have something on, it's like, where are you going? You know, my kid's like, where are you going? <laughs> So wow, that, that is really interesting. Know. I mean, but you know what? I know people who do makeup, and I I never ask them why. They could be very well be the same way that you are. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, I because I've seen people who are phenomenal at it, but they when you see them, they never really wear makeup. So that's interesting, yeah. though. And somebody the other day, I went to go do makeup, and the lady said, "Yeah." I'm looking at you and you don't even have makeup on. I'm like, don't judge a book by its cover. It doesn't mean that I can't do it just because I don't have Mm -hmm. it on. You know, and a lot of people do look at that. Mm -hmm. They do because sometimes I feel like people are attracted to me because of Of the way I I wear my makeup. It is. It was freelancing. Um, 
they would come up to me and say, oh, I like your eyes. Oh, I want... And I would have to explain, like, you're not going to do all this, so let's just find something that fits you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it just got like that, and then it just tapered down. Like, when I freelance for MAC, you know, you have to wear makeup. Oh, yeah, you have to wear your four products or something? I don't a, know. a certain amount of products I you know have to wear I know towards the end, I was pregnant, <laughs> so I just lied, and I said, oh, I'm allergic, I'm breaking out, I can't wear anything. <laughs> so I got to come with no makeup on. Like, MAC is really serious about that now. Sephora isn't. Like, I've seen girls in Sephora and with not oh, very okay. much makeup on, but MAC is they like, They want you to be glam. Yes, up. they want you to be really yeah, glam. That's I interesting. I, I, I can't. I, I don't think I haven't worn a lash in so long. Wow. So, oh no. so aside from from makeup, like what is your other like hobbies or artistic outlets? Artistic. I wouldn't call this artistic, but my one of my outlets, um, power lifter. Oh, okay. So I love lifting weights. I'm addicted to working out. Um. It has helped me through a lot of things. It helped me not kill people. Okay, yeah. So, hey. I do competitions. You know, I try. Oh, so you do like bodybuilding competitions? Not bodybuilding. Stuff? Powerlifting is different. It's okay, tell me pulling. what that is. Okay. Powerlifting is pulling and pushing. So it's deadlifts where you're okay. picking the weight up, squatting, or benching. So what is the competition like? Who can lift the most weight? Is that what it is? I think it is, from what I know, because I've only done a few, mm-hmm. um, it is your weight class. Oh, okay. How much you can lift for your weight class. And if you can break the record of someone that's the same weight as you that lifted so much weight, can you get above that? Oh, wow. So it's really not like, oh, I win an award. It's just you get ranked mm-hmm. when you get a weight class. I think they do give out a medal or something. Okay. So that's basically what it is. I'm new to it, um, but I love it. It's like, seriously, between that and makeup, those are the two things. And everyone's telling me to get other hobbies, but they (laughs) take so much of my time. You know, especially like my working out, my conditioning and everything. That's a good, depending on the day, it can be three hours a day. You know, that I'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying to lift and hit a PR, which means personal record. And scheduling the makeup around that. Oh, know, wow. Like, okay, then, well, if I have to start doing makeup at 9 in the morning, that means I need to be up at 6 to get at the gym. You know, and then I have to factor in the time of being with my coach. You know, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to be him at 3, so that means I can't schedule anything here or here, or I need to move him, or it, it's... And then, you, then your mother. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. I, I realize that I have a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. I want them to all pay me, though. <laughs> I wish they all paid me. Right. But I have a lot of jobs. I'm a mom. I'm, uh, I guess I'm a lash artist. I'm a makeup artist. I'm a power lifter. You know, it leaves little room for anything else. Really, I mean, relationships, anything like that. I think that's work. <laughs> so, even going out, that's work. Oh, yeah. Real clothes, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's easy to work out because I'm in my workout clothes all day. If you used to know me from my Instagram, I was always, in, or if you catch me on camera somewhere, I'm in workout clothes. <laughs> That's easy. But if I have to actually go out and put effort into it, I'll think about it for a minute. <laughs> really? Well, maybe, you know, you could mingle the two. So what I mean by that is, is, you know, maybe... Um, for a personal life, you can meet someone who's on that same playing field as you. 
And so they like to work out a lot. They're athletic and they understand that. So they don't expect you to be, you know. Exactly. And then anyway, if that's not you anyway, then you wouldn't want someone who expects you who to be. Who expects me glammed up. Right. And, just and that's not you. There. Yeah. Now that's true. I have said, you know, whoever I meet, they have to be athletically inclined. Mm-hmm. They have to do something because we have to be able to relate. Yeah. You know, and I don't want anyone who is not doing it because then that's going to throw me off track. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it done before from friends. You know, they would have someone that they were dating and they didn't work out at all. So they would slap. Yeah. And I'm going to kick your butt before I let myself <laughs> slap. I'm, I'm going to stop talking to you. I'm going to let you know, look, you don't get in the way of this. Most of the men that I have dated, they understood. And I'm going to have them at the gym anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so right. They totally understood. You know, they didn't go as much as me. <laughs> yeah. But. But they get it. They get it. You know. But one thing I can say about you is, is you, you're naturally beauty. Beautiful. Oh, you. you know, you have a natural beauty about you. I don't feel like you would need a whole lot of makeup anyway. Um, your skin is good. So it looks like you take care of that, those oh, things. And that really makes a difference. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. I try and, you know. A lot of it is genetics. You know, I don't know who I got it from, but I do take care of it. And I really recently started taking care of my skin and using the serums and things mm-hmm. like that because I see the difference. Yeah. But the key is really for me drinking water. You know, I drink a lot of water. You know, I don't, I have a certain diet. I follow it sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. At least you're honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm about as honest as I can be, but, um, I think it's just genetics and water. That's how I look at it for me. You know, everybody else is different. Yeah. You know, my parents didn't have acne, didn't have breakouts, so I don't have them. When I was younger, I did, not recently, did have a horrible breakout on my forehead, but it was from digestion. Oh, okay. I was taking in too much protein, Mm -hmm. and I had to kind of fix it. I wasn't eating enough vegetables. So once I did that, it got back on track. But yeah, my skin, I do, I love my skin. It's the biggest part of my body. So. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm I'm an advocate for taking care of your skin. Like, I definitely cleanse, moisturize, I do the serums, I do the eye creams. Yes. So definitely. I haven't gotten into eye creams. Yeah, I I've been to they they really know. work. At really? first, I at first I was like, okay, what is the point in this? But I started to get a little bit of darkness. Okay, and so I, they and actually I, work. And I noticed the difference. Oh, I noticed cool. it faded a little bit, and it okay. look, looks a little better under my eyes. Okay. So um, after using one for like a, like maybe sixty to thirty to sixty days, I really started you to notice a difference. difference. Okay, I'm like, I'm gonna have to get that from you because that's something I haven't like. And clients ask me like, do eye creams really work? And I don't like to tell them yes, they'll work. Cause I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll say you know, some of them do, some honestly, of them don't. But I can give you a couple recommendations, yeah. Yeah. What I've learned is a lot of darkness comes from um, low iron, Mm -hmm. allergies. You know, I, I, as an artist, over the years, I can look at people and tell if they have allergies Mm -hmm. just by looking at their eyes, you know, and I'll say, you have allergies now? How do you know? I can look and tell the dryness, you know, the texture, Mm -hmm. it shows. So, you know, I would recommend something just to get rid of the dryness, but I would not know about the dark. 
because mm-hmm. the dark is like you probably need iron. Need yeah, it. sometimes that's the issue, or sometimes it's hereditary. Some people, exactly. you know, exactly. if it's hereditary, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Yeah. But with me, I think um, I notice when I haven't gotten enough sleep too. Yeah. It could be like that. But another thing, just with age, like w- the women in our family, when we get over a certain age, it starts getting a little dark. So that's why I started using the eye cream. And it does okay. help. I do, and and then I'm kind of dry, okay. so it keeps that area hydrated, hydrated as well. Yeah. yeah, so that's and pretty I, good. Um, my mom, she didn't have the dark circles, but my aunt and all my cousins have the hollowed mm-hmm. darkness under their eyes. I got. I recently noticed I have bags now, and I know it's because of lack of sleep and mm-hmm. stress. But I just thank God I didn't get the really dark circles because I don't want to have to put on a consumer every single day. Yeah, I get you. I and get I really you. just look like I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> well, no, you look, you look, you look put together. You don't like you don't care. But I will say this: like I, even though I still wear makeup every day, I've gotten to the point where I'm not doing like a whole lot of eyeshadow, a whole mm-hmm. lot of different things that I used to do. Like mm-hmm. I used to do everything. And most of the time, I don't even do eyeshadow. I'll just do, you know, a little concealer foundation and then a bold lip. And I love lashes, so I'll pop on some lashes. Pop on some lashes and and keep it moving. Put a couple of coats of mascara on. Get Mm -hmm. an eyelash curler. That's your best friend. Oh, yeah, it is. I love eyelash curler. It is. I use the eyelash curler and like three coats, three or four coats of mascara and get you the boldest lip possible. Yep, bold lip. Lipstick and lashes. Hello. You're good to go. I love it. And that's it. And I'll mm-hmm. say, you will be put together. And that's it. You know, they'll look at me like, oh, I'm like, all I have on is a lip and mascara. That's about mm-hmm. it. And maybe brow gel, if you want to put something in your brows. I always recommend for people who don't know how to do them, I recommend a colored brow gel. Yeah. You know, just to catch, you know, those fine hairs mm-hmm. that'll give you a more polished look. It does. It does. So, you know, if you really don't want to wear, well, if you have the skin where you don't have to wear foundation, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't get a powder. You know, just try and make it as simple as possible and not a hundred steps. Yeah. You know, because they're not going to do what we do. They, when you see the celebrities and everything on, you know, magazines and on the internet, those are, even like, they'll say, oh, Beyonce looks, yeah, but those are still two steps. It, it takes is. time it to does get take her time. to look like that. Yes, she has phenomenal skin. Mm-hmm. But Sir John, one of her makeup artists, yes. he does take his time and really perfect everything that's already on her face so it takes time and people don't want to take that time and i don't think they should right like and that's interesting i've had people who um i've sat down with to teach them makeup and they want to learn all these different techniques like i want to know how to contour and and i'm like you sure and they're like yeah and when i give them all the steps and everything they're like i'm not gonna do this every day thank you Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even do that every day. But people, you know, think yes. because of what they see in social media and everywhere else, they think that um, that's something that they are required to do now. People think that highlighting contouring is a requirement It's now. like an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not. You know. Yeah. And do you, you remember? Shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> do you remember? Highlighting and contouring powders, things like that used to be things that professional artists could buy. They were only for black only for, and white photos, yes, honestly. They right. weren't even... For like color photos, if you look back at um, Kevin O'Connor mm-hmm. and look in his books and saw his work, if you really looked at it, it would look harsh. Mm-hmm. But that was because that was for black and white. You know, when they did contouring, it was hard. Yeah, they did kind of perfect it, and it is softer. And depending on who does it, 
<laughs> right. more natural. But who's going to do that every day? You know? Mm-hmm. And I have to say that um, for me, when it comes to how to encounter, I'm, a, I'm, I, my facial structure, I have a natural curve. Or mm-hmm. My cheeks cave, so I don't have to do that. And I have high cheekbones. And 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 what's interesting is is we all have different um, face shapes and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so. People are highlighting and contouring just to highlight and contour, but they're not looking at the faces. Exactly. You should tailor your makeup artistry to the face. And let's, yeah. So let's talk about what you specialize in. Let's get into that a little bit. I specialize in um, elegant clean beauty. You know, simple, yet uh, it stands out. I try to give you the contour, but make it more of a natural contour. You know, everyone's like, oh, I want to contour. Oh, you know, and I always tell them, okay, this is what contour does. Contour recedes, highlight brings out. So if I see that you really don't need it, then I don't want to do it. You know, or if I see that you don't need a lot, I'm going to softly put bronzer there, you know, or something like that. So my looks mainly, I try and stay on track with that. Something that can be photographed and something that can be put in person. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. So that's basically what I'm known for, you know, and also a brow. I'm known for a good brow. I, I love brows. Me too. I that's like brows funny. Too. I always think about when I started doing makeup. That was something I never had a problem with. I was always able to create a brow. And to this day, you know, I have people that ask me, like, did you do this work? They'll look in the magazine. Did you do this? I'm like, how do you know? They're like, the brow. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, it was the brow. So brows and the naturalness of the skin. And I always ask my clients when I'm doing their makeup, how does your skin feel? And I'll say, oh, it really feels like I don't have nothing on. You know, because I have a lot of people that come to me and they're afraid. You know, they've had those nightmares of someone who put too much on them when they said they didn't want a lot. Mm-hmm. And I listened to them. So, you know, when I would do it, I had one lady recently, and I put her on my um, stories and Instagram. She was scared to death. Her um, sister-in-law brought her to get her makeup done for her birthday. And she tried to get out of it so many times. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she was so scared. And I kept telling her, like, you're going to be okay. I promise you you're going to be okay. And as I, when I got done, she looked, and she had this look on her face. She was just staring at me. And I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, this is really nice. I'm so surprised. I didn't expect this. And I was like, I listened to you. You know, it, it's a co-creation. It is. You know, we're creating this. And it took me a minute because back in the day, I didn't want to listen. I want to do what I do. I'm the artist. You can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people go through that. You know, as you mature, you learn and work with the right people who are going to tell you, this is not right. I don't like it. And I had that happen. And I had to learn that we have to come together and create the best you that we need to create you know let's bring out everything that you have like people say oh i don't look like myself i said no you just you're elevated you you mm-hmm. know that's it it's an elevated you and you're not used to seeing this but you're still gorgeous and you're still you because we all have a beauty about ourselves that comes through regardless of if we have on makeup if we have on the right clothes it's an energy it's a beauty no matter how you look there's something that's what i truly believe no matter how you look, there's something beautiful. I can find something beautiful in it. 
I oh, can yeah. say, oh my God, you know, you have the most beautiful eyes or look at your lips or look at your nose. I'm going to find something. And when I sit and talk to people or whenever I'm out, I'm looking at people's face. <laughs> and I tell them that. I'm like, I'm just looking at your face thinking what I can do to you. I'm just looking like <laughs> noticing that you have a crease in your eye, you know, looking at the eye socket and how great your brow. I do that all day. You know, even when I do people's makeup, if I'm around them the whole time, I'm staring at them. I'm like, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at my work. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'll tell yeah. them that. So um, those are things, you know, that I touch upon with clients and trying to just create a beautiful look, a beautiful canvas. You know, that's very important to me. It, it's an artistry. I never really realized how much of an artistry it was until I grew. You know, we mm-hmm. all grow. And we look at it like when we first, when I first started out, I looked at it like it's something to do and I'm good at it. I didn't look at it like this is an artistry I'm creating. Mm-hmm. And people ask me like, do you know how to draw? And I'm saying, no, I don't know how to draw. I didn't think I could draw until my daughter like challenged me and told me to draw something. And I found out, oh, I can draw. And it started becoming an artist. It's like it's about drawings, about creating, it's about lines and face structures and being able to put all that together and come out with something. Knowing what to put on to have it come out to be the best, you know, more appealing to the eye. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's basically. And so how did you, like, discover that? Like, how did you find your, you know, your artistry? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I recently found what my artistry was. Wow, really? I recently did. Because I'm trying to think. When I used to do my photo shoots and everything, I would, you know, I'm, I have all the magazines I want to look, and I'm trying to create the, a look. I would look at other people's work. I wouldn't want to create what they created, but I'm going to create something that I create that looks on the same lines. Mm-hmm. Not the same look, just the same lines. So... Now I'm realizing, and that's really, it's from staring at my work, breaking it down, putting it together, looking at it, looking at other people's work and saying, oh, my work don't look like that. My work looks a little different and being okay with that. Yeah. And saying, well, I like the way this looks. I like the way I put this together. And I kind of just start putting everything together and realizing my makeup is more elegant. You know, my makeup is more... Like I say, timeless. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said that before. Um, I will see stuff that people, it's so funny, I follow people on Facebook that got married 10 years ago, and I'll see their makeup. I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. Who did? Oh, I did that. You know, <laughs> but it doesn't look like it was done in a certain time. It still looks nice. You know, of course, I've grown since then, mm-hmm. and the look has elevated, but it's still timeless. I don't ever want to look at my work and say, oh, wow, I can tell that was done in 19, you know, so-and-so because the way the brows looked or because, you know, I try not to follow trend. I try to be as true to the face as possible, you know. I love that. I love that. Because you know what? As an artist myself, I fell into the trends a little bit. Mm -hmm. And because I felt like, okay, I don't want to be the old makeup artist or (laughs) I don't want to not be trendy. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to keep up with the trends, but I found now I actually found that it's better for me to know what they are 
understand them, but still be true to who I am as an artist. Make them your own. Yes. That's what it is. It's, mm-hmm. You know, I fell into trend, but I couldn't do it. It was mm-hmm. like, I can't do a cut crease like that because I don't feel it looks right. You know, right. so I couldn't get it to look like that because I can't let go that that's not blended. You know, yeah. I need gradation. I need blending. I need things to flow. And what happened to that? I like to, def- you know, def- def- diffuse the crease with a blending brush. And They're take my time blending it. I don't really like the harsh line. I don't really like the really, really extreme, extreme yes. popping eyeshadow. I mean, I've seen people where I've strolled through Instagram and got scared. Like, Whoa, you know, like, Hello. what is going on? It's so what funny. Are- I have my kids. They yeah. send me videos all the time. Like, oh my God, what's wrong with this? Yes. Why is her makeup <laughs> like this? And I just like, she don't know about it, baby. I've had my kids ask me, we would be in line at a store and they look at a girl's lashes. Why do her lashes look like that? I think it's nobody taught her that that doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in her world, it does look right. But I could never get into that. You know, it. I, I, try, I would try, but I would just look and be like, oh, it still looks like what I usually do. And, you know, when you come to that, you say, okay, then, I'm just going to make this the best that I can make it look. And I would have people, now that when people send me pictures, like one thing they always send is Kim Kardashian. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just recently, today, had someone say, you know, they're going to a wedding, can you do this look? That's not your face. That's what I'm going to start with. I said, okay, I can do the best version of it for me, but that's not your face. Mm-hmm. You have to know you don't look like her. So it's not going to look like that. You know, I tell people, if they're looking for a specific look, find someone with the same facial features as you. Right. You know, I had to tell one girl, she kept picking these elaborate um, wings and cat eyes. And then when she would get it, she would say, oh, look, I look Asian. And I'm like, well, you're going to look like that. And she had the most roundest eyes. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop her. I said, look, let's have you look up people who have eye shapes like yours. You know, look that up and let's create a look for you. Stop trying to create what somebody else has. Let's create something just for you. And when she did that, she really was happy. She said, that makes so much sense. I never thought of that. And it's funny because I didn't think about it either until Mm -hmm. we kept having the back and forth about it. Because I think I did like two or three trials on her. Oh, wow. But she kept picking these looks. And I'm like, you're going to look like this because this is what you're asking for. If you don't want to look like this, then we have to choose something else. Mm -hmm. And come the time of her wedding, we picked the perfect look and she was so happy. You know, because she had rounded eyes, I was like, let's do a smoky eye. Mm -hmm. You know, let's do something soft and smoky. It was an after five wedding. You know, let's just diffuse so that we can still elongate your eye, but keep a good shape that will make you happy. We won't wing it. We won't stretch it. You know, we're going to keep them rounded. And she was so happy. So, you know, it's really about staying true to what you know, staying true to what you believe, but taking it and still making it your own. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just making it your own. Where people could say, oh, well, she did it, but it was her version of it. Right. So that's, you know, I can't, we can't fall into trends. And it's not about being afraid of, you know, being the old artist. I'm not afraid of that because I feel that there's a client for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and even in, you know, 
this time I realized everybody's not for me. And right. that's okay. And that's okay, yep. You know, <laughs> you like that look, you like that look. I'm not going to give you that look. So go to that person. But there is someone who wants my talent mm. and the education that I have. Right. You know, the knowledge. I used to have a phrase behind my name. And somebody took it too, but I kept it. It was eat, sleep, breathe, beauty. And I did that. I went to sleep. What would put me to sleep was thinking about makeup. Mm -hmm. I would lay in the bed and just think about looks. I would just lay there and think about fashion shows and what I would do or editorials and things like that. And that would put me to sleep. So it truly became part of me. You know, it became not who I was, but it was an extension of me. You know, my artistry. And I kind of fell out of it, but then now I'm coming back to it. You know, it, it's a different world now, mm-hmm. and it's difficult. That's it a is. different world. So let's talk about that, because it is a different world. <laughs> and I know you've, you've been in this industry for 17 years. Yes. And now it's changed, because I've been in it for, for 12 years, which is mm-hmm. quite a long time as well. Right. And I've seen where... I remember a time where it was like people didn't really know our world. So people didn't really know what it was to be a makeup artist. They they didn't understand. But now with social media, I think it's part good, but then it's part bad. Because mm-hmm. everybody is welcomed into the world. So they think. Mm-hmm. The world of makeup artistry and the world of beauty now. So now that everyone sees it. They're attracted to it. They think they want to be in it. Mm. But is this world for everybody? Let's talk about that a little bit. What do you think about that? You never want to tell somebody it's not for them. Mm -hmm. You want them to figure it out themselves. Um, I've had people come to me and say, oh, could you teach me how to do makeup? Because I love it so much, I couldn't. Because if you're not going to respect it, I'm going to get upset. Mm Mm-hmm. The world is different because they show you what they want you to see. They have mm-hmm. made makeup artists into celebrities. Yeah. I never wanted to be a celebrity. I just wanted to do makeup and make a living doing it. I don't care about being... That's why, you know, I look horrible half the time. I don't care about being in front of a camera. You know, and now I have to be. You mm-hmm. know, now I have to, you know, let people see me and hear my story and things like that. I always, you know, they were like, Shalonda, you need to... Be in front and talk and say this and say that. I'm like, I just want you to look at my work and see. Just let my talent speak. Right. But now it's not like that. You know, it's the person. You know, it's the character behind who they are. And they only let you see what they want you to see. Right. You know, you don't get to see everything. You assume what their life is. And that's when they want to do it. And I've had people come to me and I have people who I taught. And because it truly was not their passion, they did not stick with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell people, I have a love-hate relationship with my makeup. (laughs) I throw my brushes away every other day. You know, I'm like, I'm not doing this no more, but I can't imagine doing anything else. I always look like, God gave me this gift. I, I, I know I have other talents, but this talent is like in my sleep talent, Mm -hmm. you know, I can talk about it and honestly step outside myself like, oh, you know that? You know? Yeah. It just is natural. And it took years, but 
it showed me how much I paid attention. I studied magazines. I studied artists. I went to New York. You know, I worked with artists that taught me, you know, the editorial world and how things should look and what you do. You know, I did all that. So it is truly a part of me. Mm -hmm. And my thing, this is my phrase, there's no plan B. There is no plan B. This is what I do. Now, will I have to do extra things? Possibly. But I still, even though at my age, and I've been doing this for 17 years, I still have a goal and I want to reach it. And I'm not going to give up until I reach it. You know, Mm -hmm. you have that maybe it won't happen. No, I don't believe that. You know, I believe I can create whatever I want and it's going to happen. It's just not going to happen the way I thought it was going to happen. You know, like I had explained, I did a little story on Instagram talking about my career. And, you know, when I started, I started editorial, commercial, and I was basically, I was doing more commercials and editorial work than I was regular, you know, clientele. So I didn't really touch upon people. You know, I would talk to other artists and say, oh, you know, I'm doing a wedding. Back then, I couldn't stand doing weddings. I used to assist someone and I watched them at weddings. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I can't work with people because people talk. People have opinions. Mm-hmm. And I need you to just be a face. Right. You know, I need you to be a canvas. You're blank. So I do whatever I need to do to you to create whatever concept we have going on. And weddings weren't like that. <laughs> You know, regular clients yeah, were like that. Weddings you know, are a whole different, a whole different ball game. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't do weddings. I don't do it. And I would talk to other friends who are artists. And they're like, oh, you know, I do this in a weekend and make this. I'm like, but I can do a commercial in a day and make that. Right. You know, right. I can so I went from that. And then life happened. You know. As it does. Life happened. And it stunned me. And I kept trying to get back up. But I was getting, you know, getting knocked back down. And it took a while to really, like, pay attention. And that's what also brought me around. You know, I had to pay attention to where I was. Pay attention to life and people and expectations. And know that, okay, this happened, but it still doesn't mean it's over. You know, it's not over. And I did kind of get into, well, you know, I'm just going to be at home. You know, this is going to be what I do. Because I used to travel. I used to fly out, do everything. And it stopped. And now I'm like, you know, that's what I, that was my original dream. And I'm not going to let it go. You know, and I got back into the passion of loving what I do. You know, and loving the fact that that is the type of artist I want to be. You know, I want to continue with the commercial editorial celebrity. I want to continue with that. And still have my clients, you know, my base clients at home, but still be able to travel and experience and do things like that. Mm-hmm. So was it a choice or mm-hmm. what was it? Okay, so what? So I know you, you've you done a lot of things. I mean, you've done New York Fashion Week and mm-hmm. you've worked on some of the reality shows and Kamorley Simmons and things of that nature. So you, you were going so fast. Was it life or was it like a choice that you took? It was not back? a choice at all. Okay, so it was life. It was that life. Okay. Um, I, the first thing that happened was I had a seizure. Oh, wow. I had a full-on, like, back-to-back seizure. I was in the hospital for four days. Wow. And 
They had to regulate medication because I was having spasms still even after the seizure, but they could not see seizure activity. And after that, you know, I had to calm down. And also, you know, another thing that happened, I had kids. I kept mm-hmm. having kids, you know, and I could be away for so long, but you don't want to be away that long from your babies. Mm-hmm. Not babies. You know, yeah. my kids are older now. Now I'm like, oh, I will leave your butt at home in a second. Yeah. But then they needed me. And I was like, I was that mom. I was the ultimate mom. I breastfed. You know, I was like, oh, no. My kids, my two daughters were so addicted to nursing that they wouldn't take a bottle. Mm-hmm. So I had to be there. So it was like, you know, that happened. And then being a wife, I was married. He had certain expectations of me, right. you know, and I understood his expectations. But And I love him. I love him. But he never understood my world. And he couldn't support me because he wanted me to be there. He wanted me to be the mom, the wife, you know, everything mm-hmm. that he expected me to be. And if I was going too long, then it was a problem. You know, traveling the world was not really an option right then and there. Mm-hmm. And after I had my seizure, getting back to that, that was when I realized I'm not happy. You know, I'm not happy. My marriage is not happy. I'm not happy in my marriage. So things started happening, you know, and eventually it led to a divorce. You know, and going through the process of the divorce, you go through a lot. You know, emotionally, you get angry when it doesn't. It wasn't a good divorce. It wasn't like a divorce like we agreed. Yeah. No, it was a battle. It was a battle for three years. I heard. I've I've never experienced it, but I heard it can almost be like death. It's it's a death. It is a death. I'm still in mourning. It is a death of a family because now it's a different type of family. You know. Yeah. And I believe that. A lot of people stay because of that. You know, yeah. they can't mourn that. And it took a lot. You know, I lost both of my parents by the time I was 24. Wow. I've lost, you know, my mother-in-law. I've lost a lot of people and I've never mourned. But mourning for this divorce, when I finally signed the papers, it was so funny because I thought I would be happy. I cut everybody off. I shut everybody out. And I was like, I don't want anyone in my life. You know, it was an anger, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that I went through, I felt betrayed, you know, and it spilled over into my career where I couldn't leave because I wasn't financially able to do the things that I used to do. So it was like, that was what happened. That was life. And now I'm trying to build back up, get back to where, not back to where I was actually, because I don't ever want to go back to what I was. I want to be better. You know, I want to go to a whole nother level, but it's still, it is because I wasn't out of the game. I was still working, but I wasn't focusing. You know, I wasn't looking at what people were doing to get noticed. I didn't want to do that. I just wanted, you know, I wanted to be rebellious. I'm Aries. You can't tell me what to do. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I don't want to do it like them. I don't, you know, they were like, you need to fix your Instagram page. Your Instagram page needs to be about your business. Stop posting your kids. Stop doing this. No, this is my Instagram. I'm going to do whatever I want to. And I don't feel like taking this down. It's interesting to me. I would post the craziest stuff. So <laughs> some people actually thought I stopped doing makeup and I was working out and I was like a trainer. Because I, <laughs> I would post so much workout stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was when I met my um, marketing um, coordinator. And she looked, she said, yeah, you're going to have to change all of this. 
She's like, we're deleting everything. We're restarting your page. And at that point, because I really was ready, I said, okay, let's go. But that was just like, no, it was not last year. It was this year. It was January. But you know what? I could say that looking at your page, I didn't know you went through the shift, but maybe you started doing something differently to like retarget yourself working with your marketing person. And I was like, I love that. Like, that's what I want to see because I've seen so much of this craziness out there right now. Yes. And I mean, to everybody, you know, if you like what's out there, that's, you know, your opinion and, you know, that you're, it's okay with me that you like that. Mm-hmm. But I like clean editorial makeup. Mm-hmm. I like skin to look like skin. And I had to realize that that's okay. And I had got so far away from that. Even you inspired me. Like, okay, let me get back to my you know, clean makeup, what I like, what's me, what's more my style Mm -hmm. than me trying to like do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And I'm all over the place and I don't even have a style anymore because I'm doing all of this stuff that you see out there that other people are doing. And it's not me. Yes. Yes. And and like you said, I, I like to bronze. Like sometimes I understand that foundation can make you look flat. So sometimes you need to bronze up the skin or go a little stronger bring with the blush back. or bring yes. the dimension in. But I don't want to all do everybody the same way. Exactly. Everyone has. This is one thing I always tell artists. This episode is sponsored by the Living Room Hair Lounge, where beauty and comfort is our top priority. The Living Room Hair Lounge specializes in color, trendy, precise haircuts hair extensions, services, and natural texture styling. Centrally located in the heart of downtown Ferndale at 22747 Woodward Avenue, Suite 204. Check out our work and follow us on Instagram at The Living Room Hair Lounge and on Facebook at The Living Room Hair Lounge. Book one of our talented stylists at www.vagaro.com forward slash The Living Room Hair Lounge or by calling 248 248- Two six eight one six three two. We hope to see you soon at the Living Room Hair Lounge, where your beauty and comfort is our top priority. I know you got to practice on yourself, but everybody don't have your shape. Don't make everybody look like you. Right. <laughs> when I started learning how to do makeup, I didn't practice on me. Anybody who walked in my house and said, "Hey, let me do your makeup," that's what I did. I did everybody's. My niece. I, she was like my first original muse. And one day I'm going to put her on my Instagram. She got her braids. She has some blue hair. And I was like, I can't. I can't <laughs> but she's beautiful. And I used to do all of my editorial. I, I remember I drew this geometric, like Picasso style eye on her eyes because this photographer wanted it and I needed to test it out. And we would go out to Kmart. You know, and she had no problem with it. You know, wow. she was the original. I used to, she used to fall asleep while I did her makeup and I'd pop her in the head with my brush. Like, wake up. You know, I practiced on anybody who came to my house. And I had two friends. They're twins. Um, Lauren and Nicole Carter, in which they're married now. And they have different last names. But everyone knows them as twins. They saw how I did makeup. And they were both, like, you know, local models. And they were like, you know, you can make a living doing this. I'm like, what? They were like, makeup. I said, yeah, right. And they were like, nah, for real, you can do this and get paid. I didn't think of that. I just kept on buying makeup. You know, I liked it, so I bought it. And I would just play with people. And after I researched it and looked it up, and I found all the artists back then, you know, the Sam Fines, the Kevin Coins, people like mm-hmm. that. I was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. I love this. This is what I want to do. And that's how I found my passion. 
but it is also how I discovered my talent that I that I didn't think I could do anything. I really did. I was like, I don't think I can do. I'm like me really good at anything. Me neither. So you know, <laughs> with being able to do this uh-huh. now, you know, like today I did a video. I had to do a video for our Monday news. I got mad at myself. You get emotional when things don't turn out the way you wanted them to turn out. Mm-hmm. And I have been in a funk. I came home and my nieces. I needed to hug her. I'm like, I need a hug. I said, you know, it just something didn't turn out right when I did the makeup. I was very upset. Because I'm such an authentic person. I don't want filters. I don't want lies. I don't want nothing. I want you to see it for what it is. And it was something that didn't look right. And I'm so upset. And I think I'm just getting out of it now. Well, sometimes we're our, we're our own worst critics. Like, mm. I... Okay, so sometimes I'm in media. I'm doing interviews. I'm talking. And I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I did terrible. I'm like, I've it was terrible. And then I'll watch it. Like, when I'm on Channel 4 sometimes, I'll watch it. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't terrible. Why did I think it was so bad? Like, I didn't even want to watch it at first. Because like, oh I thought, God. oh, my God, it was terrible. So I think sometimes we're, we're our own worst, oh, worst, worst critics. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I fall into that. I and really I mean, it, it is art. And so sometimes I we have to let go of perfection sometimes. Sometimes it's not going to be perfect, perfect. I have an issue with perfection. Yeah, it's not I have an issue with perfection in life, period. Yeah. And I think that's, that is something that holds me back. You know, because people would say, oh, you need to be doing, you need to be teaching, you need to be doing this. And I say, well, I don't want to teach until I'm at this level because if I'm teaching, I need to have things behind <laughs> my belt and I need to have worked with these many celebrities. And I need to, oh, you know, no. that's how I looked at it. Your experience alone. But you I know what? Really. One of my favorite quotes, what Les Brown, he would say is that um, practice, you know how people say practice makes perfect, practice makes perfect. He says practice makes improvement. Mm. And I like that yeah. because you're never going to be perfect. So you always never. have to continually, continuously grow, grow and mm-hmm. practice your craft. Mm-hmm. Just like think about it. I always give this uh, analogy to my daughter. Just think about the best basketball, oh, LeBron James or something, yes. right? LeBron James never stops practicing. You know, his, his shot and his, going. yeah, he keeps going. Yes. He's not going to say, oh, well, I'm LeBron James. You know, I've won this many, you know, NBA championships. I don't need to, I don't need to practice. Yeah. He's still going to practice his game. And he has like... Even thinking about, you know, talking about athletes, uh, thinking about uh, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, I found out that he had a certain coach. I think he coached um, Serena Williams, too, where he would make him run in water with full clothing on. You know, wow, like, yeah. I wouldn't imagine him doing that, you know, or wanting to, he going to listen to some guy tell him to do these things. You know, he's Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. but you can't be great if you're not willing to listen. You right. can't be great if you can't be taught, you know, and that's one thing I continually want to learn. I continually watch. I, even though I, I do not like YouTube University, <laughs> but you still can get some things. You can still you you can can get, get something. Well, you can learn anything for, like from anybody. Like I was talking to, I was teaching this young lady makeup and she gave me a tip that I still use to this day, especially on clients. Okay, so you know, like with the lash glue, when you're applying the strip lashes, she said is she had taught me years of like it's best to put some glue on their lashes mm-hmm. and then put it on the lash. That way, you know, you can make sure that it adheres because it all what she said the middle, 
the inner corner and the outer corner is the ones that always, always like to lift. Yep. So that's where you want to stick a little glue. You want to put a little glue on the inner, a little glue on the middle, a little glue on the outer. And she, it, but you're teaching her. And I'm teaching her. Exactly. But she, that was just a tip I got from her. She yes. learned a lot of things from me as well. Because yeah. I was a teacher, but I got a tip from her and I was okay because with taking guess it. Because what? We all can learn from anybody. I mm-hmm. learned from my kids. Right. You know, you can learn from a baby. You can. Honestly, if you just babies are the best ones to learn from because they don't know that they can't yeah that's the whole thing yep they don't know that they can't that's just like my daughter before she allowed opinions of other people and got into herself she was like i want to sing and she sung in front of the whole school did this talent show when she was like six and she's been singing ever since but i'll never forget that because see at, at six she didn't really have all that you know in her ear and Thank people you. worried well, we about other it, people i call it domestication mm-hmm. you know we domesticate our kids because of our fears because of what happened to us and we were domesticated because of our parents and mm-hmm. so it's a trickle down you know and that's when we start worrying about opinions yeah that's when we start worrying about what people think because our children see that we worry about that yeah so then they start caring about it and it's so difficult you know because you don't want to see them go through what you go through mm-hmm. you know you don't you want them to know that no matter i tell my kids you are perfectly imperfect Mm-hmm. You know, that's my saying. Do I live by it? No. Right. I want to be perfect. <laughs> Even though I have no idea what perfection is. Right. Just co- continuously approve. Oh, but I tell my kids, you're perfectly imperfect. There's, you know, one of my daughters, she really does listen. You know, I tell her there's nothing you can't do. And she goes out for everything. You know, she that's has, awesome. she's not scared to do nothing. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. So, uh... So tell me, like, what direction, I know um, we, we've talked about a lot of things in your career. You've been through some things. You're revamping. You got with somebody. And I think you're going in a, in a great direction. Thank you. So can you t- yeah, you are. You are. So what, what are the plans coming down the pipeline? Ooh. Like, what direction are you going in now with your makeup artistry career? Uh, I am getting um, into teaching more. Okay. I am... Finally, almost somewhat ready to teach artists. You're <laughs> I feel ready. That I am. <laughs> you definitely I just, have you know, something to share. Because I'm the realest been, person. I'm you've been in the real though. world, though. Wait a minute. You've been in the real world. What I can say about you is that you've done editorial. You've been on New York Fashion Week. You've worked with celebrities. You've done real makeup. And you've done commercial work as well as weddings. You understand all the different sides to makeup. Mm-hmm. And so with that experience, they're, they're alone. Because so many people out there now that are coming up that think they want to... This, this industry looks so attractive to people. Everyone thinks they want to be a makeup artist, a hairstylist, a fashion designer, or a fashion stylist. I want to be in this industry. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint at heart. Mm-hmm. But and you've been through it. You know, you've been, you know, up. And you've been down and, down and torn and, apart, and, and I sit up there and, and I look at me like I don't think there's any further I can fall. So right. I gotta get up. Yeah, you gotta get up. So I think you already have so much to offer the industry, so much to offer people who are looking to get into the industry. And what is some advice you would give someone that wants to get into this mm. industry? Advice: Know exactly what what part of artistry you want to get into. You need to know that. Um, if it is all of them, okay. But you have to know that a wedding makeup artist is different than an editorial makeup artist. 
than a commercial rainforest. You know, yes, I touched upon all of them because where I live in Michigan, when we when I started, it was predominantly commercial wedding. But I traveled to New York to do a lot of editorials. I traveled to Chicago. You know, I hooked up with photographers because that's what my dream was. So that's how I got that in. But I always tell the artists, you have to either know which field you want to get into or be ready to be able to transfer every time. Not get stuck. You know, there are certain things you cannot do in commercial that you do for wedding. There are certain things with editorial you cannot do for commercial. It's, it, they're all different. And mm-hmm. nowadays, when I look at a lot of artists and a lot of people who hire these artists for campaigns and things like that, these artists do the makeup just like they do their clients. They do it for ads and things like that. It doesn't work that <laughs> it way. It doesn't. And it ends up being a lot of work for the photographers who's got to clean it up or the um, graphic artist, whoever has to clean the work up that becomes a job for them you know because it's like oh that was too heavy too hard to be in an ad like that you know that's what i find and that's what i try and tell people also i try and tell them this is also something that i hold true to work as if photoshop does not exist you know don't do it and say oh that's messed up okay they'll fix that no fix it make you know we're not perfect we can't make things symmetrical but Make it look as clean as possible. Make it look as if you want it crisp, make it crisp. Mm-hmm. Don't expect a photographer to do that. You know, right. don't expect somebody else to catch that. Be on your job. Makeup artist, you might be helping the stylist. You know, you might be helping the hairdresser. You know, I kind of fell in hell. Some photographers, they would laugh because I'm coming in as artistic director. You know, I would say, oh, she should do this. And they kind of look at me, but then they would love it because... I have a vision and I agree with them and we could create this vision together, mm-hmm. you know? So it's about being well-rounded. However, still, what kind of artist? if you don't plan on leaving Michigan, what kind of artist you going to be? If you plan on leaving Michigan, then become that artist. Also be someone in integrity, you know, don't be an artist that's stabbing everybody in the back. Don't right. be an artist that's talking about everybody or taking jobs from other people, talking about them, undercutting them. You know, that's something I think all of us as artists, we need to figure out what's a good base price. Girl. That's so irritating. That is irritating. You know, like, oh, I found somebody to do it for 50 Okay, then you get that $50. Right. You know, and it's like, no, that person. I've had people say, well, I charge this much. And I've even been schooled by people. You know, I'm like, oh, I charge this. And they'll say, Shalana, you shouldn't be charging that. You know, I charge and I would... I would change it. I would say, okay, then I'm going to have to come up because if you're charging that, I don't want to undercut you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want somebody to say, I'm going to come to you because you're cheaper. Right. And honestly, I don't want people that want to come to anyone because they're cheaper. You know, you go to that person because of their talents. They have something to give you. That's what I believe. Right. So just be an artist of integrity. You know, just be able to stand on your talent, stand on what you can do and not try and undercut anybody, not try and dog anybody out or down them. You know, and be ready to listen. It's life. You know, makeup is life. It's a lesson. Mm-hmm. So let's be ready and always open. You know, I always say that I'm open. I'm open. I'm open for whatever comes my way that is going to add and edify, which everything that does come my way does add and edify to my life. 
So those are some of the things that I would tell artists if they would listen. Yeah. <laughs> and that right there is a teacher speaking because, you know, I understand that there's a difference. I've gotten jobs because they have hired artists who didn't know how to do male grooming. Who made the men look maybe dead, I heard. You know, mm-hmm. just different stories I've heard. And so they'll bring me in, like, we hope you know how to do male grooming because we've had some bad experience. And it would be out of state. Like, I had, it was clients that had worked in California, but they had a bad experience there and they were coming in Michigan working and they wanted to make sure I knew how to do male grooming. Mm-hmm. And so, but there's, it's different types of makeup, but you gotta understand, like, if you don't, if you're not trained in that area, don't take that job. Or Leave learn. It, or learn. You know, yeah, ask someone because when I would get jobs, I'm like, oh my god, I have no idea. Because when I first started doing commercial, you know, commercial they want it done in 15 minutes. Yeah, they they don't want you there all day. Right. You know, you're not filling in a brow, making it perfect. Right. And with the H with the HD now, mm-hmm. you can't do all, all that, that extreme makeup. It's mm-hmm. not because I've seen. Have you seen the people on the news lately? Yes. They be looking kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I it's saw too a few much. people, and I just said. Like, girl, like, that's that's hard. Yeah, that's, that's hard. a hard kind of. No, you got to smooth that out. <laughs> yes. Somebody needs to get in there. It is so funny because people hate watching t- TV. TV is things. different. It's different. Now. People don't understand that it's no. different, especially with the, with all these high definition cameras and all this going on. You got to know how to do makeup for that. Editorial is different. Bridal is different, and you got to understand. I would recommend too trying out if you're new. Try out those different things and figure See out where you what fit. You like. Yeah, See where you fit. You know, like I took a class with the great Billy B. He was Billy B. You know, numerous celebrities. Oh yeah. And he talked about, you know, if you're in the Midwest, what type? Like, you might not be a celebrity artist, but be the best wedding artist. Be the best commercial artist. He broke it down. Like, be the best that you can be. Mm-hmm. Get in that field and perfect it, and be known for that. You know, so. I took that, you know, my friend, she took it with me and she took it and she went to Chicago. She's one of the best commercial, you know, she does excellent commercial work, all types of things, travels all around to do commercial work. I took it because I love beauty and I like transformation. I can't do, um, what is that called? Synchronicity or, um, doing the same look over and over. Mm-hmm. I can't do that, you know, cause I want to do something different. I'm like, oh, I want to make you look better. I want to yeah. try this this time. So I realized that's not for me, you know, being doing movies and things like that. Cause I don't want to keep it exactly the same. Yeah. Cause they're going to film one part of the movie in three days and they're going to do that makeup exactly, exactly the same. same way. And it's like, yeah, that was I might not flick that liner like that <laughs> that day. My hand didn't work well. Right. So. Yeah. I figured that out too. That wasn't for me either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and the hours, you know, those yeah, were just it was things. the I call said, times, and oh, and then having kids, I was like, I yeah, I have a call time from five in the morning to five in the morning, right? I gotta get home. I gotta and you just had to be available. Like when you're shooting a film, you just gotta be available. Oh my goodness, you wouldn't find out today. <laughs> yes, like oh, we're gonna do this, and even you can find that in a little little commercial work. Like I do documentaries, and I would not get the call sheet until the night mm-hmm. before the damn job. And I would say, are you kidding? <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning. You told me I got to be ready at five. You all didn't tell me. You know, and I'm right. like texting like, can you give me a call sheet? Can you give me a call sheet? But they've got so many things to work on mm-hmm. their end that they can't get it to you until everything's solidified. Right. So, you know, I love my documentaries, but that can fall into that, you know, and then 
this I don't think they have as much symmetry in documentaries because basically they don't even want you to really make them up. Yeah, they just want to look polished for the camera. Yes. Now, when I worked on reality, it was funny because I had did a look and I guess they messed up the lighting on the interviews. So they needed to redo that. <laughs> and I didn't know that they needed the look to be the same. They were like, uh, this looks a little different than what you did. I said, well, you didn't tell me that shit. You were like acting like it was the same day that you did this and you're going to be piecing that in. But you learn that as you mm-hmm. go, you know. So it's interesting the things that you learn and fall into and you realize, okay, I don't want to do this. Okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to, you know, and, and it is, it's fun. You need, You meet people. You meet some really talented people when you work on things like that, you know, the art directors and the producers and the directors, you know, and they're great people and you get to fellowship and you get to sit with them and eat together. It's like you're with them all the time. Mm -hmm. It is fun, but it's work too. Yep. It is. It definitely is work. It's days where I would go home so tired because I've been working on set for a good 10, I had one job where I worked 13 hours. Wow, yeah, that is a lot. And I had to be back at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. I was nice and tired. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you are gonna, you are a teacher. We already established okay, yeah, that. So, so what's, tell us what you got coming up. I know you got something coming up, like there's a class, have, right? Yes. Um, I have a class. Well, I do my personal, you know, not one-on-one, but it's like, three people in a class. Okay. You know, if people don't want to pay for one-on-one, I have three people in a class where I usually book that on certain days and we go through their kits, teach them how to use their products and how to create, you know, a classic look. Nothing overboard, you know, things like that. So that's all the time. Anytime anybody wants one, you know, contact me and we can set it all up. But um, right now I'm focused on doing a class on skin. Um, for artists, teaching artists, not just skin, but um, skin, brows, um, blending, you know, the art of blending mm-hmm. and making sure things blend, things are in flow. You know, always the gradation and flow. That's mm-hmm. one thing I always, you know, look for when I look at makeup. I cannot stand seeing harsh lines. I just want to blend them out for them, like, yeah. you know, and, you know, the basic tools, you know, caring for your um, kid, just the basics that goes into becoming an artist. Or people who have already been an artist, but just kind of want to elevate some certain things that they might see that I do that they like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, we can work on getting you there. You're not going to be me. It's going to be the best you. Mm-hmm. And you'll learn these things. And if you're open and willing to remember it, it will always help you. Because all the classes that I've taken, I still think back. And that was... That was before my daughter. She's almost 10. So that was like 13 when I did Fashion Week. I was The reason why I got into Fashion Week was able to do that is because I took a class with um, a very well-known artist um, back then who worked on so many projects and did so much. She, you know, kind of got her crew together and we were able to, you know, she got with a designer who was in Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week and she's like, come to New York, you all work in Fashion Week. You know, so that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. But I took her class and I learned and she called the people she trusted, you know, and that's how that came about. But I still, the things I learned from her, I still can pull on, you know, things that I learned from other artists watching and because she was the only person I really went and it wasn't to learn how to be an artist. I was already an artist, but it was to add 
mm-hmm. always add. So, you know, I'm able to do that. And then other people that might have talked to me or I watched them do makeup or study, I add in. So, yeah, uh, I feel that, you know, if you take the class, you're going to get something out of it. Definitely. But that, I'm looking to do that. Um, of course, I'm doing your beauty and business um, expo. Expo, October 6th. Yes. And that was something I wanted. I said for the new year, I wanted to start speaking more. I wanted to do panel speaking and things like that. And I guess just sharing me, which is hard, but I guess I'm ready to share me. You know? Yeah, I'm awesome. And I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, you know, those are some of the things that I'm touching upon and doing. And I am looking to get back into the... Editorial, commercial, and celebrity. I am looking to do that again. I kind of fell out of the loop, so it's a lot of people I don't know on how to get back there. You know, I'm still working on it, but thus, that's really, you know, what I love to do. You know, I love my clients. I love my tribe, as I said before. I love my tribe, but there's still things. When I started doing this, it was a goal I had, and I want to get beyond that goal. You know, I still want to. I hit some of it. But I haven't hit it the way I saw myself hitting it. And I know that dream is not gone. And also, um, I am looking, in which everybody does it, but creating a line. I do want to create a line. I have a name for it. Even though everybody does it, it's not Shalanda's line. It's not, yes, so exactly. They're not going to do it like you're going to do it. And I had someone ask me, because you know, I'm starting with lips, and I am starting with that as soon as you know everything works out she said well what's going to make me want to buy it from you and I I had my cocky moment and I said because it's me because I know what I'm doing and I know what people look for and I'm not someone just you know yes the regular person knows what they want but an artist also knows what the masses want. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that anybody who stars a line, anyone who does anything, they need to be able to go to an artist and get some input, you know, and say, okay, how do you, you know, how do you feel about this? Try this out. Tell me what you think. Because they're working on multiple people. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be able to tell you, well, this doesn't do this the way I would like it to do it. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to work on multiple skin types, you know, and things like that. I really believe that people who have lines should do that. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to, you know, set it apart. I know artists who have developed lines and they're phenomenal, but that's because they're artists. Mm-hmm. And that's because they learn to do that, you know, because they work on faces and they know what they want when they're doing something. So I think that's what's going to set it apart. You know, that's one of my dreams. That's something, it's not a dream, it's a goal. You know, a goal is something that's going to happen. It's an intention. It's something that that is going to happen. It's just working all the kinks out so right. those are the things that i'm working towards and i'm very proud to say that i'm working towards them awesome scary awesome. and proud <laughs> awesome well i'm looking forward to all of these things that you have your classes your line when it comes out we're looking forward to that so how can people find you on mm. social media how can they connect with you okay on instagram it is shalonda a the beauty wait no i'm sorry shalonda a beauty Okay. At Shalonda A Beauty. And Facebook, it's, I think it's Shalonda A Beauty too. It's, it's both the same. Shalonda A Beauty. Shalonda, S-H-A-L-O-N-D-A-A. Beauty. So it's two A's at the end. And just beauty. And find me there. Okay. What about your website? Oh, 
My website <laughs> needs to be updated, but I, you know, my website is has my old editorial work, which I looked at it the other way, and I'm still in love with my old editorial work. <laughs> um, it is uh, www.shalondaa.com. Okay. Awesome. So is there anything else you want to share with us today? It's been a great conversation learning more about you. I like this. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much. Thank you. I don't think I don't think I have so tell me this. I didn't ask you all the key core questions, but we had a great conversation. But how do you define success? Ooh. (laughs) How do I define success? Freedom. Success is freedom to me. Success is being free to be who you want to be, to do what you want to do. So I just look at it like freedom. Um, I don't think that success should be binding. That success should be a trap, you know, trap you in. I just feel that it should be freedom. If you have freedom, freedom brings happiness in all the things with it. So that's what I believe success is. Success is like so broad that I just put it into freedom. Because freedom, just when you know you're free, everything is everything. I love it. Awesome. But thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. It was awesome. You were great. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it share it with your friends and family also connect with us we want to hear from you leave us comments let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast also email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com you can also connect with me on instagram at i am brandy taylor and at exquisite looks we're also on facebook and twitter at exquisite looks and you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.